This is Good Hope FM News. Good afternoon. The Public Protector's Office says ESCOM CEO Brian Malefe received written questions in the course of Tuli Madonsela's state of capture investigation and replied to them. At two separate media conferences last week, Malefe said he was upset at not being given a chance to give his side of the story while Madonsela was conducting her probe into whether there had been irregularities in ESCOM's award of coal contract to the Gupta-owned Tegata. Information contained in the report included cell phone records placing Malefe near the Gupta's home in Saxonwood, Johannesburg, 19 times. Malefe and AJ Gupta made 58 telephone calls to one another. At the same time, political analyst Steve Friedman says it remains to be seen whether ANC veterans will be, will be able to garner enough support to ensure President Jacob Zuma's resignation. President Zuma lashed out at his critics at a rally in Edube, northern KwaZulu-Natal, yesterday. Former President Thabo Mbeki and ANC veterans have written to him, voicing concerns about the state of the party and the country. Friedman says there are tough questions to be answered. I think that what we need for is the real issue about Mr. Mbeki's letter and the veterans is are they going to influence members of the National Executive Committee to change their minds about the president? Mm. The National Sea Rescue Institute and the police are searching for a man who went missing at Amanus yesterday. NSRI spokesperson Craig Lambanon says 20-year-old Barry Leonard was last seen walking down to the old Hermanus Harbour in the early hours of the morning. He says Leonard has not yet been found despite an extensive search. Uh, sea rescue craft was launched as well as uh, shore patrol conducted, but no sign of Barry has been found. We are appealing to anyone who has information regarding this to contact the Hermanus police station. Internationally, two suicide bombings in the Iraqi city of Tereke and Samara have killed at least 21 people in the act, in the attack rather, the Tereke, an ambulance was blown up. The BBC's Alan Johnston reports. Security sources say the most deadly of the two attacks came in the city of Tikrit. The bomber set off a devastating blast when he rammed his vehicle into a line of cars queuing at a checkpoint. In Samara, buses carrying Shia Muslim pilgrims were targeted. It's likely that the bombings were the work of Islamic State militants, and they may well have been seeking to divert attention from the government's ongoing major offensive against the group in the northern city of Mosul. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Vicky McCallum.